Welcome to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T, a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And I'm Dr. P, a professor of psychology in Ventura, California. Welcome and thank you for joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to bridge our love of all things psychology with our love of all things reality television. Welcome back to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T. And I'm Dr. P. And welcome back to another episode. So I am excited, Dr. P, to talk with you about this week's episode. There was um, a little bit more drama, I guess you can say, than the last couple of weeks or things are heating up. Just to oh, tell yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's percolating. Just a little bit. So let's just dive right on in this week. Um, okay. Who do you my want couple to talk about this first? week is going to be Brandon and Julia. Um, so you know that Julia and Brandon are one of my favorite couples uh, from this season. Um, they started off and I had so much hope for them because they are uh, pretty close in age. Um, mm-hmm. They seem to be really in love. Uh, with each other. They're both trying to work to um, communicate and and sacrifice just a little bit. I mean, obviously she's, you know, giving up more than he is. Um, But on this week's episode, we've sort of seen the culmination of Julia um, getting over working on the farm and and farm life. (laughs) And so she um, starts, you know, she wakes up in the morning trying to try to be a little bit supportive of of the family um, because previously um, his parents had some some words for her about her lack of, you know, waking up early and sleeping in. And so she compromised with Brandon to say she was going to try to help Mm -hmm. out. And so she started doing that. And then we see her, you know, sit to have a conversation with her dad because she was pretty much over it. She feels like um, she's tired of the noisy animals. Um, she's getting dirty, and this is not. <laughs> Do you what think she she, she did that intentionally? Like, I mean, she had like dirt all smeared on her face. Like, I feel that was a little bit much. I don't know. I mean, she also like. So I'm a little bit OCD ish, um, okay. and so I probably would not have been like doing as much with my my hands towards my my face and stuff as she was. Mm. And so I don't know if it was actually, (laughs) I just think like she's in the midst of like doing all these things and her face gets an itch or something and she touches it and and rubs it. Um, But who knows, she's definitely um, a little bit dramatic to say the least. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it past. Um, that happening or even the the production maybe <laughs> you know up in the ante just a little bit um, but she calls her dad really upset and they have a conversation about you know she's not happy and she has initially expressed to Brandon you know concerns about living with his parents and wanting to get their own place and so her dad is also um, sort of has the same opinion about like a, a couple mm-hmm you know, living with their uh, relatives and, and really he sort of talks about this sort of saying um, in their country about sort of two ki- two cooks in the kitchen uh, won't get along, which I think, you know, we have a similar saying, 
you know, mm -hmm. here in the States about, you know, you know, having two cooks in the kitchen. Um, and so he's basically supporting her and sort of her opinion about getting their own place and, and also feeling that Brandon is not stepping up like he, he needs to. And so he encourages her to like have a conversation with Brandon about the situation. And, and basically, you know, his dad, her dad tried to help her compromise and that, you know, if you can't move right away, then maybe sort of Brandon needs to be a little bit more vocal, um, you know, towards his parents and, and let them know to like back off just a little bit, um, which is, I think, an interesting opinion to have. Um, and I can mm -hmm. sort of understand his sort of point of view, but we all know from Brandon's um, sort of what we've seen from Brandon that he doesn't really go against his parents and sort of some of the, yeah. at least actively, you know, go against sort of what they say in terms of the situation because it is their house. And so he wants to try to abide by their rules. Um, but she basically decides to call Brandon at work and, you know, upset about the situation and demanding that they move right away. And he's like, you know, can we talk about this once, once I get home? And basically what it boiled down to was she was saying that, you know, we need to move. Like, I'm, I can't stay here any longer. And if, and if we can't move, then I'm going back to Russia. And that's sort of where we um, left the situation with them sort of having that conversation. And he sort of gave in, in in so many ways and said, you know, that they're gonna move, but it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see, you know, what happens with that conversation and like, what is the time frame that they agree upon yeah. in terms of like moving? Cause I think that's gonna be difficult given sort of his situation with trying to, you know, navigate starting a job and, and saving up money after you know school and stuff like that so um they have some things to work on yeah i i'm glad that he finally agreed that they need to move but before he did i was a little irritated at how he seemed to be minimizing what julia was saying to him like she was done 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 and he was saying things like, well, it's not really that hard. It's easy for me to do it like that. They weren't asking her much and just not acknowledging that, no, this wasn't the life that she had wanted or she saw yeah. for herself. So I'm, I'm glad he, he changed his mind, but we'll see what he, when he actually tells his parents. Yeah. And I mean, I think it, it's, it's definitely difficult as a couple to be living in the same house, but then you're also like separated as if you are mm -hmm. roommates in a sense. And so I think that that does make it difficult for them on some levels to be able to grow their relationship. Obviously we see them sort of sneaking around and, and trying to get time together and things like that in, in terms of like intimacy. Um, but I think outside of that, like that it, it, it makes it difficult for them to begin to form a healthy relationship given the sort of dynamics of, of his parents, you know, being involved in, you know, what's expected of them. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. So which couple are you going to talk about this week? So I am going to talk about Stephanie and Ryan. So they are finally getting together. The COVID restrictions have been lifted and we start with Stephanie packing and getting ready to go to Belize. And 
she was packing a lot of gifts for this man, including 12 watches. Some that cost upwards of $3,000. Who needs 12 watches? And I, and I, 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 I don't get it. I don't. I had a hard time with that because I feel like it was definitely extreme. I mean, it's okay to buy gifts, but like the amount of money that she's spending, obviously like she can do what she wants with her money, but I thought that was extreme. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was extreme. The other thing that I thought was extreme was that she decided that she wants Ryan to propose to her with a family ring. So I think her father had given it to her mother. And so she was packing that ring to give to him which I felt kind of weird about. I felt like it was slightly manipulative too. You know, like, is Ryan ready to propose? Are you kind of telling him when he needs to propose instead of just having a conversation? You know, why, well, she, I was gonna say, why not allow him to buy his own? But she knows how much he makes because she's paying his salary. So right. he can't buy his own, <laughs> but he might have, you know, he might want, a say in how things might be so that was weird the other thing that was strange was i noticed when stephanie was arriving in belize she was wearing a face mask and on her face mask was a picture of her and ryan just like rebecca and zied you know how they have all <laughs> yeah they have all their clothes with their what grown person does this i don't I'm, I'm trying to think if i were giddy in love i don't think i'd be walking around with me and my partner on my face you know? But I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't do it either. Um, I, that's just not my personality, but <laughs> I think a lot of people do. So I, it didn't really, like I, I noticed it and I definitely, you know, made the connection between um, Rebecca and Zaid doing it also. Um, but that, that wasn't as strange <laughs> to me <laughs> as some of the other things. <laughs> okay, well, I, I found it strange. But uh, she gets to, to Belize and Ryan picks her up from the airport and whisks her away to resort. I'm curious if this is the resort that he works at or if it's another one. Mm -hmm. But I'm guessing that Stephanie paid for everything. So it was a nice spot. It looked like it was a suite. And she gave him all of the toys that she had bought or watches and stuff like that. It felt like toys because it felt like it was somebody <laughs> giving toys to a child, even how he was responding to all of the gifts. Um, and then she asked to see his phone because he had been cheating, worried about him talking to other girls and all that kind of stuff. And if you watch this scene, he gives her the phone with such ease and he seems to have like a little smirk on his face. You know, he cleaned that phone before she came. You she know, also, he had to clean she that. also asked if he like cleared the phone as well. And I, I, I you see the smirk? <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. I like, obviously like when you are dealing with trust issues in a relationship, like you may want to engage in some of those behaviors, like checking your partner's phone. But I think I was more so curious about, you know, how is this for them specifically going to help yeah. build that trust in their relationship? And so I just, I mean, I have some doubts about um, them being able to sort of move forward just because she doesn't see anything on his phone. Yeah, I, there's so many problems with this couple. <laughs> 
One being the trust issue and the distrust that she has towards him. But I wouldn't trust him either if you hear some of the things that he's saying in his producer interviews about uh, his plans coming to America, getting to the U.S. And the way he describes it and his relationship with Stephanie is kind of like she's a means to an end. That Mm -hmm. he's already spent so much time with her that he's not going to start all over for his dream to get to the United States. Yeah. So, you know, highly, I'm, I'm highly suspicious of him. Here. I actually wrote that down um, in my notes because I was like, he says he wants a fresh start. And that's great. Like anyone who has had mm-hmm. problems with infidelity, like you want to start over and, 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 and be, begin fresh. But like you mentioned, you know, he's like, he wants to get to America, but he didn't mention anything about their relationship improving or oh. about <laughs> Stephanie in those comments. And so it did make me wonder about, you know, is he really being sincere and, and does he really want this relationship or, you know, does he just want to get to America? Yeah. It, right now, I feel like he just wants to get to the U.S. And she gave Stephanie, they had dinner, talked about the whole phone piece, like you said, and she gave him the ring. And from his perspective, he was he was sounding as though he was going to do it sometime soon. Um, it was interesting how he was looking at the ring, though. I don't, I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but that was interesting. But it just, it, it just didn't seem right. And and here we're left with the last thing about them is that Stephanie is saying, "Gosh, I still need to tell him that I slept with his cousin." So Stephanie, who had issues with this man the whole time, and has been talking about his faithfulness. You know, there's still that piece that she slept with his cousin and hasn't told him about that. He doesn't, or supposedly he doesn't know anything about it. So I just think the trust, suspicion, peace between the two of them, is just not going to work out at all. Yeah, I just don't know. And I I think I said this before, that part of me is not convinced that he doesn't know about the affair the cheating with the cousin um because he may have an ulterior motive about like just getting to america and so that's just like it happened and so <laughs> maybe they were in on it maybe the cousin was going to try to get something out of stephanie as well i don't know i i mean i think hmm. everybody is going to be looking to see what happens and how that conversation goes once she does you know bring this up for them to have some mm-hmm. discussion about it yeah uh, I, I'll, I'll be really curious if he does come to the U.S. and they start the 90 days because I'm not fully certain or clear that they've actually filed the visa, like that the visa has been approved or anything like that. It's just something that is in process, right? Yeah, okay. I don't think so. And I, and I, I recall that she sort of um, mentioned that she wanted to have a conversation with him about whether they should start that visa process. And so I don't think that they've actually started, you know, the paperwork yet. Yeah, we'll see if this paperwork gets filed. How about we say that? I don't know. I mean, let's hope that that ring remains with him and that um, he either proposes to her with the ring or gives the ring back because I, I also like you, you know, 
had a certain reaction when she gave him the ring. I'm like, okay, well, at this point, like you've given him the ring. So, you know, hopefully he doesn't, you know, do anything with it. But um, that's just so much that we don't know. I mean, we haven't had a, a, a chance to really get to know who Ryan is as a person. So I, there's a lot of questions that need to get answered. Uh, we'll see if TLC and will answer these questions for us. Or they may put it on Discovery Plus, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've been watching. <laughs> I have, I will, I will tell the listeners that I, oh my gosh, I'm glad we're talking about this. So what they have shared on Discovery Plus is that they are about to have a new 90-day show. 90-day singles. So we get to see, so far, I think they said Britney. We get to see Britney dating. Um, we get to see, oh, I forget her name, but the woman who, um, I'm going like this. I know, woman, you, I know who you're referring to, but I also She does the bras. She does the bras. And listeners, you can't see me, but basically I'm making a gesture of, <laughs> of the bras. So um, she's doing it. And then Colty is also going to be getting oh his... Uh, yeah. Nobody wants to see Coke dating, but anyways. I know, but I do a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually saw the preview and, and that almost made me actually want to purchase Discovery Plus. So they are actually doing a good job with their marketing. <laughs> so back to the show. Yes. Um, what other things are you looking forward to uh, with the current season of couples that we're watching? Well, I, I really want to see how things get resolved with Andrew and Amira. I was utterly disgusted by mm -hmm. Andrew this week. You know, Amira is back in France and she is traumatized. It is, it is clear. Like she, she experienced the trauma being in the detention center. And here's Andrew on his little ATV eating steak. Getting He's a living massage, his best life. Living his best life in Puerto Vallarta. I don't understand why he did not go home. I, I, I feel like if that were my partner, my fiance, who just had a traumatic, he, I don't even know if he identifies as a traumatic experience, but if I knew they had a traumatic experience, I, I wouldn't want to be on vacation. If right. I can't, and if, if I can't go to them, I would go back home. Yeah, I felt the same yeah. way. I think I was watching it and it's like, even if I would have had to stay because maybe I couldn't get a, get back or something in a certain time frame because of flights or something, like I wouldn't have been happy. Like he's just, he was just way too excited um, for me, especially when she called him to have a conversation about the experience that she had. And he's like, oh yeah, last night I went to this amazing steak place. Like who cares about your steak right now? Yeah, yeah. So that was really it's, insensitive uh, yeah. on his part. Yeah, her father is right. Her father said he's selfish. And I think she should just listen to her dad. She seems like a sweet woman. I mm -hmm. hope she's doing better now, you know, but she needs to leave this man alone. Yeah, I I don't know how that's going to work out. But for me, I just think that even if she does decide to give him a second chance, which I think she will, um, I don't think it's going to work out in the end. Well, 
we're, we're not seeing this go far. Well, who are it's you sort looking of, for? Yeah, I mean, speaking of next week, um, it seems to be going downhill for a lot of the couples for me. That's true. Um, because I just, I just see Mike and Natalie, and I'm like processing this as I speak. It's just making me sort of anxious myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> They just, there's just so much back and forth with them, like up and down, you know, one day they get along, the next day they argue and then they apologize. And I don't know where this relationship is going. I think they are in this like toxic cycle right now. Mm -hmm. um, he, his mom came to visit and they had a really nice dinner and he finally decided that he was going to like pick this wedding date. Um, but he hasn't given the ring back. And so like, what is the purpose of this day that you are holding besides the fact of, you know, it then gives Natalie some sense of hopefulness about getting married and the fact that her mm -hmm. mom, you know, may have this opportunity to see her get married. But I just think they have a lot of stuff and that stuff as an issues to like work through and I don't know if they're going to get there in 90 days. And if when the 90 days come, as sort of Mike has stated, like he is, he doesn't even seem sure if he wants to marry her at this mm -hmm. point. Um, so I just think they need to like, just go their separate ways. I just, it's, it's unhealthy right now for me. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm, I'm interested to see how they sort of resolve this and, and, you know, have a conversation about dealing with their deal breakers that they both have, you know, for each mm -hmm. other, because she seems to be trying to change him, which he's not, you know, happy about. And I don't think you should, you know, at any point try to change your partner. Um, but they just have a lot of stuff to sort of work through. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see how they navigate that. So Dr. Page. Yes, Dr. Turner. It's that time in the show. Yep, it's time for the Page Turner, where we share what we're most looking forward to in next week's episode. So let's get into the Page Turner. What are you looking forward to on next week's episode? Um, I really want to see Brandon tell his mama that he's moving out the house because mm -hmm. it looked like from the previews that they had a serious reaction, which I can't understand why they would have such a serious reaction. I mean, I can based on their history of what we've seen so far, but <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. And if Brandon's going to, you know, stick to it and actually move out. Yeah. That'll be interesting. You know, I, I'm sort of on the fence about what I'm looking forward to next week because I think that we haven't seen much about um, Rebecca and Zaid. I had to pause for a second. Mm. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me is trying to see how the conversation really goes with Jovi and Yara. And from the get-go, this has been a couple that I felt was not going to make it. But now that she has found out that she's pregnant, I don't know how, once she is going to really be able to accept the fact, you know, one, she hasn't really fully, I think, got over the uh, miscarriage that she had. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so in terms of like that traumatic experience for her, but also just to hear like Jovi's reaction to it and like, where is his head at um, at this mm-hmm. point? Like, is he even ready um, to have a child and to be responsible? Because as as I think Yora mentioned, she's nervous about like, is he ready to give up this sort of partying, you know, lifestyle um, that he's interested mm-hmm. in? So. I'm looking forward to. Not if he's drinking at eight o'clock in the morning. Um. Yeah. That was a. That was a. That was a tough one to watch because he wasn't (laughs) like the light bulb wasn't going to offer him about how that might have been a little problematic. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm looking forward to next week. Cool. We'll see what uh, what TLC uh, brings for us. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot. This season has been, I don't know if I would say, okay, I'll say it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> but one of the roller coasters where it like takes you on this like coast for a while and then it like slowly drags you up. <laughs> so I think we're getting there now and they're going to drop us all of a sudden. We're going to be screaming. <laughs> <all the way. laughs> and we're just all along for the ride. We're just along for the ride. So definitely looking forward to see where this season goes. Thank you for listening to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. Give us your thoughts. Leave us a comment on Facebook or Apple iTunes. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Psych in Reality TV and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform. Thanks for sharing the episode and join us next time on Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P.